This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hi, guys, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host, Catherine G. Mendoza. I had to say it with enthusiasm. Mid-stretch. I'm stretching, guys. <laughs> say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Yeah, we're I'm both. Tired. I know, girl. I am so exhausted yeah. i think i'm on my third or fourth cup of coffee i've stopped counting well you see here's the thing there's the like early morning tired and then there's the late afternoon yes tired. there's is that, that lull like, that you hit in the yeah. afternoon where you're like i should just remember how we disrespected naps as kids oh yeah i don't want to take a nap and yeah. now i'm like yo if i don't get at least a five minute nap during the day yo yo <laughs> God be with you if, I, if you meet me without my nap. I had a meeting, a Skype meeting today. And um, so I should say I started a new job. Yay. Yay. Uh, everybody, uh, Catherine is a boss lady. So um, I'm going to need you guys to put some respect on her name. <laughs> it just means I have um, health insurance. And hey, look at you. <laughs> look, at <me. laughs> look at you going to doctors. <laughs> <laughs> look at you not waiting until that cough turns into no. something more serious. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so today I had a, um, I'm doing like a lot of onboarding stuff Ooh. and we're doing a meeting, but everybody's just repetitive. So we had a meet, I had a meeting with um, a Skype meeting. Woo. Gina hit the mic guys. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> um, we had, I had a meeting with, um, with one of the, like, uh, I believe he was in marketing. I don't know what department he's in, but he's Ooh. in LA. So we had a meeting and I'm not going to lie. I completely dozed out like and in the mid meeting and I know this for a fact mid meeting I had the thought I wish we had naps were acceptable yes like I just wish they were but this is the second time this has happened to me this week the other day I was talking to a friend after work and um a what now a friend oh a person interesting i was invited to a location <laughs> to a specific remote location in brooklyn yes. by the water <laughs> and, um but we were like um my friend was talking to me about something and he's just explaining and usually we're really good at just like back and forth i was so tired man and i he he looks at me and goes are you just uninterested in being here and i was like no <laughs> Is no the right answer? <laughs> I mean, he's a friend, so it isn't a big deal. But I feel like sometimes people don't always accept when you say, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, they think that you're, like, bored. But I do have people this People also think they're incredibly interesting. Right. <laughs> like, you're really not. But I think, like, I get cross-eyed. Like, I know that my face is just like, dude. Like, I know. <laughs> I know what they saw. And there's nothing bringing me like i can't lie about it i can't yeah. be like no what do you mean i was completely attentive no i was not i was napping i was thinking about other things yeah, yeah. my brain went somewhere else that was more entertaining than whatever you were talking about i don't even i don't know if any i was thinking of anything i remember in both conversations i just was thinking sleep yeah no my brain will check out and it won't necessarily be a specific thing i'm thinking about it'll just be like i like clouds <laughs> Something marshmallows. I'm like marshmallows would be amazing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll get tacos after this. It's like there's a totally different conversation going on in my head. That's like I should get another cup of coffee. Gee whiz! I wish I was paying attention to what this person's saying. Do you want to know what's hilarious about that? Random side note. So, um, for and something I can't disclose, I have been watching home videos of Gina hey. as a child. <laughs> it's true <laughs> and. This, what you just described about you, um, like dazing out and all that. Okay, so if, if you don't know this, Gina has an identical twin sister. They look different now ish, but they did not back oh, then. Oh, yeah, no. It's really hard to tell who's who, but I'm almost positive I know when it's you because <laughs> half of them are recitals. And like, I, I'm, I swear Deb is doing what she needs and to I'm do. The and the most you, unfocused. You, <laughs> You get so distracted. <laughs> at one point, I swear, at one point, baby Gina huffed. 
like on stage goes because <laughs> I was tired of these amateurs I was like look I am clearly meant for stardom and these peasants are messing this play up. I don't share the stage that was you I, I swear to god because when I was watching it I was like how am I gonna tell the difference and then I saw so, that and face, then you saw the days and, and you were like, like oh that's genius yeah. <laughs> The one that's like, I'd rather be anywhere else but here right now. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Uh, the fact that I huffed. I bet you that is me, too. That's just like, no. <sighs> Can we wrap this up, please? Or whatever part of the dance, that just wasn't your favorite move. <laughs> so I, just don't I swear, it. everybody else in the class is doing it. And I'm and like, you, nope. You actively stop mid-dance and just like, yep, we're not doing that step. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. Like. No, that step was whack. You should have uh, checked with me first. I would have told you I'm not doing that choreography. Yep. Yo, so that's hilarious, so yo. funny. Oh, that's so hilarious. I'm glad you have the patience to watch those movies. Oh, God. So I watch them and I cringe. I'm no, like, oh. Can I just say this? Yeah. The first one I watched. What's great about it is it's Christmas morning and you hear <laughs> you hear Barbra Streisand. I don't know how they got a Barbra Streisand song. Because mind you guys, this is all like VHS, probably mini DVs. Yo, the how did funniest they do this? thing. No, the funniest thing about these tapes, which is for a project that we will disclose later on. <laughs> but... Isn't that it's not just home movies. No. It's also <laughs> episodes of whatever my parents' favorite shows were at the time. Yeah. So you'll be watching my family at Christmas. Yeah. And then the next thing is that old show Highlander yeah. or an episode yeah. of Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres. <laughs> After my family movie. So random, man. Yo, they were really they were really like, oh well, we can use this for our kids. Yeah. And the Mets are playing. You, you, you know, they looked at the tape because think of like tapes when you like this still film. Because you know what? Latinos will no, use everything use it. until it's done. Yes. Done. There was no plan with recording back yeah. then. There wasn't like, no. oh, this is just the communion tape. This is this tape. No, it was like this still tape. There's still tape. Plan. They were doing a mix, you know, mix tape. <laughs> they were doing a mix video but, tape. Mix video tape, yo. That's exactly yo, what this is. I was crying watching those videos and i couldn't even watch all of them because when it's you i feel like when you're watching yourself you'd be like "Ugh, oh yeah i can't watch nerdy doofy (laughs) even if it's young me i'm like "Ugh, you herb (laughs) jesus hard age on that she's four (laughs) i'm like you herb young baby gina (laughs) they're like oops that's deb (laughs) oops you're not herb (laughs) i love you you're amazing (laughs) oh my god that is hilarious oh so today I realized something. What did you realize? Oh my God. Okay. I don't know why I'm like this. This is why am I like, why am I like this? I set my alarm based on how many times I know I'm going to hit the snooze button. <laughs> like I don't set oh, it yeah. like, okay, I got to be up at eight. I set it at like 7.15 cause I know oh, yeah. I'm going to hit the snooze button. Yeah. Like six times, which by the way, I also feel like is hella rude, but I can't help it. Well, I'm cause not, you have a partner. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, if I was by myself, I wouldn't care. But yeah. the fact that my husband's there, I'd be like, Damn, I know he hears this alarm every time. Oh, yeah, he's mad. Oh, yeah, and rightfully so, because it's like, if it was, if the situation was reversed and his alarm kept going off, I'd be like, yo, can you just either get up or, like, just <laughs> turn do something. that thing off? And he's, like, so, he doesn't say nothing, but I know it wakes him up. Oh, man. And I'd be feeling bad. I'd be like, all right, I shove it under the pillow so that muffles the beep. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'd be trying to muffle the beep. Yeah. But I'm not just going to get up. But you know what? Because I, I do the exact same thing. It's like 715, 727. Yeah. And it's arbitrary numbers. It's not like 7. I like, I like you know, solids. I like the yeah. the 7 o'clock. I like 725. I like 730. I like yeah. those. But for some reason, sometimes I do. I'll say 727. And I know exactly why I do it. Because if I look at the clock, once it rings at 727, my brain goes, get up at 730. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? That's exactly <laughs> what I do, too. I'll Stop turn off the myself. snooze and I'll be like, you got three minutes. You got minutes. three minutes. You got, you three, got three, minutes. three minutes to just chill and right. contemplate life. And there's a few things I do. And this is, <laughs> you want to know the best, the most messed up thing I do. Even though I do this purposely, but at the same time, it's my excuse. I don't get up until after I pray. Mind you, you know I'm not a religious person. No, you're not. But I don't. I try not to get up until after I meditate. But that's the thing. Like yeah. I do. I did start praying um, every morning, probably like two, three years ago. But now I also kind of use it as the excuse. Oh, so I'm I didn't like, pray. I, didn't pray. I got up. Pray. 
<laughs> I got up pray real quick. I've literally, I've literally been like, <laughs> um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, the kingdom. <sighs> and then, that will be done. And, and then I go. wake up and I'm like, where was I? <laughs> yeah, you got to start all over again and then it happens again. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy <laughs> and then hold on then i do i do that one i do my hail mary but then i do them in spanish too wow <laughs> you are extra with it right? you know jesus is like i know what you're doing you know, jesus is like, i heard you the first levantate. time <laughs> levantate right at his side is walter mercado he's like yo levantate <laughs> like this yeah. levantate cancer <laughs> cancer cancer oh, levantate. it's been like two weeks i know but rp with I, I said i miss him like he's my tío. like did. he's legit like I'm, i miss him i mean he was in everybody's living iconic, room iconic man yeah. that was the the callate moment like you could you know what okay the only time walter mercado and like my mom telling me to shut up um, moment benefited me I remember was like if that was when I would use giving her report cards because I knew around what time he would come up you are so yeah. sneaky I would be Sneaky. like, I would come in. I knew around when it was going to happen. And then I'd be like. Well, first, let's explain who Walter Mercado oh, is. Yes. Because there's people that may not know who he is. Yes. Would you call him like a television personality? He's an ast he astrologer. Was, and he was an astrologer. He um, was also a television personality. Yeah. Um, he was an whole, actor, from what I understand. He, he was, was an actor originally. Yes. Um, but became this famous Latino astrologist, like this yes. beloved, iconic figure. One and only. Yeah. One he was only. our Liberace. Yes, yes. Yeah, very flamboyant. Oh. Oh, very yeah. flamboyant. Oh, yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. And just loved by so many people. Yeah, he, he was. Like, and I mean, and then not only that, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't want to say everybody, but I think for a majority of like Latinos, astrology maybe not to the extent that it is now yeah but you at least knew your sun sign right yeah, yeah. and so in in most families whether a mom or a grandma somebody watched him and it yeah. was on univision somebody watched his stuff i don't know what it was it was the way he delivered things it was everything because even his... the people that didn't believe would watch it oh, and be like ah but yeah. they watched but it. they knew their sign yeah they knew their sign yeah. and they watched it yeah and then here's the thing like you would watch that and not only i mean i watched my sign i'd watch my mom's and my sister yeah i would watch all the people that yeah. i was close to everybody like, yeah. i was like that's why you acted like that <laughs> yep yeah. so he um he passed what two weeks ago a few weeks ago i don't remember how many weeks ago yeah but what did he pass from? Passing. I don't, I don't know. The astrology world called him back. I think it was cancer. I, I don't don't two. quote me. Somebody Google it, please. I think it was too. That's I, I wasn't sure if I had read that or if I was just figuring it was cancer yeah. because it seems like every celebrity that dies either gets cancer or something else. Yeah. Or, or has been long battling cancer yeah. and you just never heard about it. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe maybe that was it. I I think so. I was as like, well. was that? I was like, wait. Literally, my phone just decided. To play music? Yes, that was weird. I didn't touch it. Your phone, it's the NSA. Please stop listening to our conversation, Mr. <laughs> yeah, and Mrs. But then the, NSA the NSA is like, you know, I want to listen to The Cure <laughs> yeah. because that's exactly, exactly. what's playing. Yeah, the NSA agent was like, you know what? She got a pretty fly playlist here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play me some Cure. <laughs> They're playing the cure so they can save Walter Mercado. That's why they were playing the cure. Yo, yes. that was too close, that man. Too NSA, look. We see you, Walter. <laughs> we see that's you. That's Walter trying to communicate <laughs> with us. Yo, that astrology thing gets deep, though. Yeah. Like, me and you have definitely gotten more into it now. Yeah. And uh, there are people now that will tell me like their sun signs. And I'm like, really? now I want to know the rest. Oh, yeah, no. I want to know the rest. Like, now it's not good enough. Like, I'm not satisfied with oh, just no. your sun sign. Well, because now I just know half of you. Like, yeah. not even half. It's like a quarter. Yeah. I want to so know it all. Between that and honestly, like, personalities tests, like like the personality, the Myers-Briggs test yes. and stuff like that, that stuff is fascinating to that me. That and also um, the languages of love. Yes. yes. I read that book a while ago and I love it. That one I actually, like, okay, so I just feel like these are all things that are essential in all relationships. And I don't mean just romantic. I mean yeah. all relationships. Because, um, so in this new job, I'm not going to lie, I'm bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a low-key. <laughs> that was right. a very low-key. That was a tired. <laughs> 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 
I'm like a what is, is that a trumpet? Is a trumpet? I'm like I'm like a kid starting to learn how to play the trumpet. Yeah, you're the you're the experienced I'm like, one. Bah, 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 bah. I'm all excited. You're like, I'm like bah, 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 bah. Bah, bah, maybe. <laughs> bah, 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 I guess. <laughs> um, so no, I, even at the job, like I do it. I'm very discreet about it now, but. Farting. One thing. Oh, yes. No. Oh, that's always. <laughs> Farting at the office? No, no I get it. <laughs> but asking people their signs yeah. and fi finding out how to like, because the thing is, I kind of want to read you. Yeah. I do. I just have to for my own sake. I yeah. need to know where you live. I need to know how to deal with you and how to like approach you. So, um, yeah. Well, it was really, really interesting when we did our charts. Yeah. And I found out that even though I am an Aries, yeah. I love like a Gemini. Yeah, me and you both, Gemini and our, our love and our communication are Geminis. No, I think my communication is Pisces. Is it? Or Capricorn, one of the two. Was it? Yeah, one of the two. Oh, I gave but you credit. Yeah, you did. You <laughs> tried to make me another Gemini thing. No, unfortunately, I'm, I'm one of the more watery uh, signs. The emotionals. Uh, but the, that's what it should be. The water sign should be called the emotionals. The emotionals. If like if there was a Marvel series based yes. on astrology. Oh my god! The water signs, the water signs the are the emotionals. Okay, okay. So who, the fire, fire signs are um, the extra. The extra. Yo, we're yes. mad extra. I can't the, even. The extras. The extras. Um, the air signs are um, the dits. Yeah, sorry. Y'all not be, that they're ditzy, but they're airy. You'll be airy. Like y'all are all over yeah. the place. Yeah, the all signs. over the placers. Yes. The all over the placers. <laughs> you got a very long name. Because <laughs> you all over the place. <laughs> um, and then who else? Um, Earth signs. Earth signs. Um, they're so grounded. Nah. The Earth signs, I feel like, have way more. Yeah, but but I feel like they can be a little like cocky because they're grounded. Maybe. So is the the um. The you full of yourself. The, the you full of yourselfers. <laughs> we couldn't say the cocky sign. The you full of yourselfers. We're just making up the, the you full of yourselfers. The extras. Right. And for anybody who thinks that I'm insulting them, I'm a water sign. So yeah, I am. Yeah. She's right the there. Emotionals. And I got water in my jar too. So I'm, I'm one of the emotionals. Yes. And, uh, and in Spanish, la, um, las dramáticas. Las dramáticas. I'm, my water is Exageradas. Yes. <laughs> Exageradas. <laughs> Exageradas. Why'd you make it sound like that? Exageradas. That's hilarious. All right, so, Kat, I have to make an announcement here. We have an a spoiler alert. Yeah, we have a spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I know words. <laughs> Did I say I was on my fourth coffee? We have a spoiler alert. <laughs> that was my best Barbara Walters impersonation. We have a spoiler alert. That's so funny, but you also sound like a character, like a cartoon right. character. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert. Like if we I were animated, like yeah. this is a this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> a spoiler alert for today is we are going to be talking about the movie Choker. So if you have not seen it, uh, turn this off, go watch the movie, and then listen to this nah, podcast. Nah, screw that. If you haven't seen this That's i need you to you. press forward wow on the thing so we can still get the listen <laughs> <laughs> we need the list and you know then what? turn Catherine it makes a good point That's please it. listen to put, the episode put, and how about put the volume down and just let it run also my guy why haven't you seen it by now yeah, like, like legit i mean i at this point what is it? it's been like a month two months maybe maybe two yes months. like at the who it's not even in theaters anymore is it not I mean, it'll, it'll be like that, like, they show it three times in a day at this point. Yeah. Like, come on. But it's, I mean, it's worth going to see. But uh, we it's, are, we're going to talk about the movie Joker because we put it off long enough. Yes. And we were both very thrilled when we saw it. Yes. So, um, Which Kat, is weird to say. Yeah. Like, it was like, because it was, it was so well done. I thought it was yes. so well done. Yeah. So now, um, if you haven't turned this off, too yeah. bad. Too bad. This was your choice. You chose to listen to the spoilers. <laughs> the Everybody spoilers. dies. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I can't be trusted with words. No. I loved the movie. I saw it yeah. thrice. <laughs> I saw it thrice. Jesus. I, I think it was so well done. I loved everything about it. It was dark, mm -hmm. um, but it was brilliantly done. I yeah. thought that the way that they delved into mental illness and somebody struggle with it. And they made it the realest to me. Uh, conceptualization of the Joker story where it was like, oh no, there's people that are really struggling like this character. Right. And I think that's what I loved about it the most is that they added some realism to it, such realism to it that you actually felt empathy oh, to 100%. a certain degree for this guy. Yeah. So, um, Catherine, thoughts? Um, 
I mean, I listen when I when I watched it, and you know, I had already. I think I watched it a few weeks in, maybe one week, two weeks in. So people were talking about it, and one thing was like, "Oh my god, it's so dark! It's so dark! It's so dark!" And my thing was, "Okay, what does that mean? Because yeah. what what do people see as dark?" <clears throat> Excuse me. For me, one thing that was really big was um, how much he reminded me of like uh, homeless people mm-hmm. and um, street. I'm not gonna say street performers, but you know, he's a. It, one of his professions in the film, he's a he's a street clown. Yeah, I went in like the fifties. I think it was the seventies. The sem- it was set in the seventies. Yes, I think. in the seventies. So, um, street performer, New York, well, it's Gotham, but New York City basically. Um, and it re- definitely reminds me of people out in the street in New York City, whether they're homeless or whether they're mentally ill. There's just like when you're from New York City or when you live in New York City, you see people very much like that character. Yeah. So to me, he wasn't this idea it was like oh no i i'm gonna go outside and go to the train and probably walk by somebody who's very similar to this so that made me feel way more like um connected if that sounds weird because i really felt like i I humanized him yeah and i feel like that's what they were trying to do but for me it was more humanized because i've seen men exactly like this and i i when i was little i used to think all the time um i was again (coughs) one of the emotionals (laughs) Um, as, as an emotional, um, I was the kid who my mother, when we would walk down the street, if there was a homeless person, I would always cry and then force her to give them money. And so it got to the point where my mom would peep a homeless person like two blocks away and she would have to go in another direction. She was like, mira, yo no tengo dinero tampoco. (laughs) So she was like, I'm broke, you broke, we both in bad situations. We're about to be sitting next to him. (laughs) So, but with that, like, I've just always been somebody who has really felt like for other human beings, regardless of the situation. Um, As I've gotten older, it's not that I don't cry anymore, but there is definitely a a feeling I get. I can't help but think like that's somebody's cousin, that's somebody's son, that's somebody's daughter, somebody's mom, somebody's grandma. Like I look at it and I'm like, damn, I can't just look at this like it's not a human being. I can't look at this situation like it's not happening to a person that and like it couldn't happen to me. Right. And I think that's why for me, the I enjoyed the film because um while I was watching it, the only thing I kept thinking is how much I've seen people in the street and I've thought to myself, what in your life brought you yes, here? exactly. And this film tells you what brought this character to, you know, the Joker, the one to that the we all know point. of. Yes. And that, I, it's, it's um, I had tweeted um, something that said, he's not a bad guy. Um, he, no, What was it? Sorry. He's not a bad guy. Uh, he he was in a bad situation, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember exactly the tweet, but for me, it wasn't like yes, the Joker that you know from like the Batman series is a villain. Yeah, but that origin story doesn't make him a hero. It just informs you as to what led him to get yeah. there, like his breaking point. This is a human being who snapped, yes. or for lack of better way of saying it, he just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. Like that's the way that's how you say it. Yeah. And when we me and Gina saw it together, um, the one thing I found really interesting was how I didn't find Joaquin Phoenix attractive until he stopped giving a fuck, until he became yeah. the Joker. You know what I mean? Like toys. There the was something the about that confidence that, that made him like I was like, Oh, wow. he looked good now. Hold up. Yeah. I mean, I know I have issues, but no, he looked kind of good. And now. you know, it, it's it's so it's even funny because I was telling my sister, I was like, "Why he dressed up like a clown?" And I was like, "Damn, Poppy. <laughs> Damn, Poppy. No, I better be going down those stairs Let's like go that. Go with that flower. <laughs> you got some water in that flower. I'm parched. <laughs> I'm super parched, Mister Joker man. Why don't you come tell me some jokes? <laughs> No, I mean, it's also, and you're going to, I want to know how you feel about this. Um, The comic thing. He wants to be a stand-up comic. Of course. Right. (laughs) Because he's mental and we're all mental. And there's so many themes in that, right? There's so many themes in that, man. The, The mania that he experiences. Just the way that he even looks at it, his disillusions of being on stage and the crowd reaction versus what actually is happening. There were so many things about his disillusioned state, but particularly him getting up there on stage, like I felt it in my gut. Like mm. I was like, oh, because I've, I've seen dudes like that at open mics. I've seen dudes oh. like that at shows where it's just like they're so disconnected. Mm-hmm 
from what's actually happening in the moment that it's actually kind of scary and kind of sad to watch it happen because you're like you don't really see that wow catherine your phone what is it playing now catherine the cure catherine's phone is possessed my phone is possessed. It is playing The Cure whenever we talk about heavy stuff. We're yeah. talking about Death Played The Cure. Now we're talking about The Joker Played yes. The Cure. The NSA agent on your phone is not happy with our no. choice of conversation. Like, stop. stop with the... What is it? <laughs> spoiler? Stop with the spoiler alert. <laughs> if you can stop with the spoiler alert. The NSA agent on my phone has a lisp, <laughs> yeah. Has a lisp and has not seen The Joker and is very angry about the spoiler alert. <laughs> So you were I, saying I, I felt I felt it in my soul watching those clips of him, you know, being on stage and a couple of my comedian buddies were in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cool to see Greer Barnes is in the movie, Gary Goldman's in the movie, Sam Morell is in the movie. Jeez. Um and it's it was great to like see my friends. I was like, Yay. <laughs> but him wanting to be a comic doesn't surprise me at all. I was glad they put it in as part of the story because there is a certain uh manic nature to the business of being a comedian. Like right. you go from the mania of being on stage, whether you're received well or not, to getting off stage and having a regular life, having regular emotions, having bad days, good days, whatever. So you have to come down from what to a lot of people is the ultimate high. Right. Like you're on stage, you're getting praise, especially depending where you are in this business and how good you are at it. Like if you get off stage and you've just been praised and praised and praised, man, and then you got to go back and like take out the garbage. Right. You're just like, man, I'm. I was on top just a couple minutes ago. Right. Now I gotta, I gotta throw away rata poop. Jesus. Yeah. No. I can't even understand that. Like, yeah. I, I can't relate to that. But like, in, because I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that I've witnessed people like that on stage, for instance. But I can only imagine, like in the film, the way again, spoiler alert, they <laughs> depict it as if he went to the, um, the club with someone. Yes. But then to find out. At another was, point yeah. that it wasn't that was a delusion right it it there's there's so many layers to the way that they played with his psyche and how deep in it he was now mind you we should say that the character um has a mental uh con- a, a condition. mental illness a condition yeah he, he talks about having a condition whether it's valid or not he talks about having a condition where um he has a little card that he carries around yeah. and he shows to people where he laughs um, hysterically uncontrollably uncontrollably yeah. and it doesn't actually mirror what he's feeling in the moment right. it's just something he can't help right which i wonder if that would be considered a form of tourette's i feel like it would because i just watched this really interesting like i can't remember if it was a documentary or something i was uh just watching passing on like youtube or something about like, they got a group of people with tourette's together mm. and had them sit together and they were literally activating each other's tics that must be so interesting. To it watch. was insane to watch because some of them had very obvious tics. Some of them were verbal. Some of them were not. And it was just interesting to see like the camera would jump to a different person when they would react to something. And it was, it was just crazy to see. But it seemed like that kind of uh, issue or condition would fall in the lines of something like Tourette's where it's, an, it's right. something that you cannot control. It's something that just happens. Right. And like in the film, um, I'm going to I'll be real. When he had his episodes with the with the laughter. Yeah. That was when I felt the most uncomfortable. And it was because of what it led to. So, again, spoiler, um, one of them was he got beat up. Mm-hmm. And the other one was he was almost about to beat up. And yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a leading moment to, like, the real defining how he became. How he gets darker and darker, darker and, and darker. stops just caring about right. everything. Right. And you, you, you feel the empathy of, like, um, and this is one of, I guess I would, I would say almost a fear of mine where something is happening in me, whether it's in your head or whatever, and you can't control it yep. and the world doesn't understand it, especially because, um, in the moments where he had those episodes, all I kept thinking, um, now mind you, I was very, I was quite high. <laughs> we were, so, um, not sober not to say the least. Um, we, I, I, I kept thinking, oh my God, I can only imagine that that if that were me and I was in that situation and I had that condition, just because you can't control your laughter doesn't mean your brain isn't like, just stop, 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 yeah. stop. Right? Because you see danger coming. And in you the film, see the he struggle sees, too, yes. like in his physicality. In his face. Oh, Joaquin did yes. such a great job. I mean, what a phenomenal job done by him. But, I, unbelievable. It's It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, um, But 
for me, it's so funny because I think some people would think he did a phenomenal job in um, like, you know, the dancing on the stairs and all those kind of moments that people know now. But for me, it was the nuances. The it was subtle the small things. Moments. The little things. Right. Oh. Those like those were because I mean, I'm I'm just a fan of his. I like his work. But this one really was you could tell he went into this character because this isn't an average person. Yeah. You know, and then the layers in the way they talk about the 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 things that led for him led led to his mental illness. Yeah. Which was um he he was abused. He was abused you and it didn't actually know he didn't his even know origin that. story. Right. Did not know where he came from. So right. was was basically sold a lie. Yeah. And then believed it so wholeheartedly that he's he believes that he is the son of this wealthy but that's the thing. Future uh, mayor. Right. And what I, lo- what I loved about the movie also was that it was e- even in that, like he was sold, a- his character was sold a lie his entire life. Mm-hmm. But then the audience is sold a lie for a majority of the movie. Yes. So at some point it almost makes you wonder what is the actual truth? Yes. Oh, no, totally. There was a, even seeing it thrice, I was like, thrice. Well, I can't with you. Thrice. I feel like that's a very grown up word. I saw it thrice. And um, <laughs> upon my thricest time of seeing it, I still could not figure out which was the actual story. See, that's the thing. I, I do definitely, def- I definitely think, woo. <laughs> that, was, that was hard. Tiger. You had to break that down by I was like, syllables. I do, I do, do, I do, 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 do. that was Catherine's remix on words um i definitely think that was the intention yeah and if it wasn't good they they did on you you didn't intend it but that's what happened um now one of the big is it true or isn't it is um they hinted spoiler alert spoiler (laughs) um it's all spoilers guys i don't don't have to say it if you're still listening and it's all spoilers sorry um is that he is, um, sorry, uh, uh, this dude's brother. Um, Why can't I think of names? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. I um, almost said, almost said Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. I was like, wait. Dwayne no. the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I get the I Dwayne. Like, Wrong Wayne. Wayne. Why would you go for the full name? Like, I literally almost went, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No. <laughs> I, um, Bruce Wayne. Yes. And he is Bruce Wayne's uh, brother. Older brother through an affair. Yeah. His stepbrother, um, essentially. Yes. Well, no, his half-brother. Well, that's right, half-brother. Because the, the, he was never with the, the baby mama right. officially. Right. So she was the mistress and that um, his mother worked for, um, what is his father's name? I can't remember anything right now. Oh, my goodness. But Bruce's father, who's Bruce's, if you know anything about Bruce's the Batman daddy. series, yeah, he's the one who gets killed with the moms and the pearls yeah, and all yeah, that. You know, you know, his dad, his pop dukes, his pop dukes <laughs> gets killed. You know, the 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 elder rich the guy, one. yes, the guy. He um apparently has an affair with um Joker's mom yeah. when she was working for him, and this is the story he sold midway through the movie. Yeah, at the end of the movie. Um, he confronts his so-called father and then is told an entirely different story that she isn't sane and she um she kind of like has been lying his his yes. entire life. But even though I think he believes what is eventually told to him about his mother, so he believes it's my father, he believes all yeah. that. In my mind, that is. In my mind, he is related to him. And that's what makes this even darker to me because i feel like when i was watching it i was like it would be so easy for someone like uh bruce wayne's pop dukes pop dukes who had all of the money yeah to have her locked up right oh yeah to claim that she's insane and obsessed with him 100 like would be so easy well in the film she um when she reveals that that's his father yeah like when she reveals quote unquote because who knows um, she says they made me sign yeah. an NDA. Now here's the thing: Do I think that is possible that she had mental illness? Yes. Yeah. Do I think it's it's probable that he was um, abused by a boyfriend of hers, as they say, one hundred percent? But I don't question the NDA thing because it's so specific, and yeah. that's what I meant by like I think it was intentional that they didn't want you to really have an answer. Yeah, they didn't want you to know what the truth was because the whole time you're like, is that really his dad? Right. Is that not his dad? And it it actually makes the future story of the Joker and um, Batman even more epic. Even more epic 
because then it, it it's it's like Greek mythology stuff. Yeah, it's right? like two brothers against yes. each other, the yes. good brother and the brother that's the villain or the well, evil the, brother. Yeah, the one who was the hero exiled, the, the one who was denied, yeah. and then the one who honestly had nothing to do with that. Yeah. But now... But suffered at the hands of his brother. Right, and then also, in the end of the movie, the connection to um, the death of the parents. Yes. And how the mo- the Joker movie ends with the death of Bruce's parents. Yes. So it's like, it's so interesting to me how um, this movie shows like how one life can affect so many lives. And in my opinion, it's um, uh, Dad Dukes. Yeah. Uh, the Daddy, Daddy Wayne's. Yep. <laughs> Papa Wayne. Papa Wayne. Papa Wayne. You could have fixed that whole situation. He was the one who affected uh, Mama Mistress. Yep. And then Mama Mistress probably got with somebody who beat up I feel like low-key had Papa Wayne handled the situation better. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have spazzed the way he did. Like, if he would have been like, oh, yo, yeah. let's just sit down and talk. Let me explain the whole situation to you. If he had been softer with him. But it also shows you classism. Oh, my God, sense. yes. The way that he was treated oh, yeah. was because he dressed, looked, and acted like somebody of a lower class. 100%. And so he was treated like that by many people. Yes. I mean, I, 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 in my opinion, and I've said this in another episode, it's my uh, opinion about Batman in general. Um, there's definitely themes of class all around the, these stories. Yeah. And you know, in this specific movie, he lives with his he he lives with his mother. He's a grown man who lives with his mother in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You clearly know they don't have anything. Yeah. And um, the the juxtaposition of that, and then the Wayne family right and again if they are related if they aren't just like um i feel like when you're younger and you're sold these hero stories yeah um now i do understand that uh uh, the dc universe and that story in general is much has much darker themes than many other ones um but i do feel like it's true to our world when we think of class and economic like standing because and how you treat people and how because you treat people or if how somebody you're were like like him were to be let's say let's say you're with your niece mm-hmm. on the subway and somebody like him is like playing peekaboo with your niece mm-hmm. there's a part of you that instinctually is going to be like i'm gonna get away from this crazy person mm-hmm. and i don't want them looking at this baby right yeah there is and it, you know it's funny because that happens in the film right on the bus yeah. and it i feel like if it were me i would let I would let the child humor it for a second, but then after a while, I'll be like, I, 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 you know what? I would be kind enough to not move seats. Yeah. I might just pull uh, the child's focus. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll be like, Hey, did I show you this? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that then they realize that it's over. Yeah. Like, please stop. And if you continue, then that's different because now I have to say something. Yeah. Now I have to be like, can you not? Yes. And then I have the right to move. Yeah, because other than that, it's like moving. Um, it's so funny because it reminds me of uh, somebody once asked: When a homeless person gets on a packed train, do you sh- do you let them brush by you, like literally touch you, or do you move? Yeah, see, that's a hard one. I've hugged a homeless person before, so like if they brush against me, they brush against me. Poor KY. Ugh, I was okay. So Tomskins, Tomskins, Tompkins, Tompkins. I was like Tomskins, yeah, Tompkins Square Park, yeah. uh, in the East Village. Yeah. I used to work across the street from there at a place called Cafe Pick Me Up. All right. And I was chilling in the park one day, and I ended up getting into this conversation with this homeless guy. Some of them are chatty. I think I had <laughs> ended up giving him like whatever food I had or whatever, and he was just so thankful um, that I even spoke to him like a human being. He asked me if he could have a hug. He was like, "Can I have a hug?" And I, of course, I was like, hmm, gross, like on the inside. But I was like, all right, hug him. Like, it's the human thing to do. So I just gave him a hug. And then I went to work because I was just there before my shift. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Because you're right. Like, there is a power in in a hug. There's yeah. a power of bonding. He just People wanted some kind of comfort. Intimacy. Like, I was probably the only person that had been kind to him that day. And Or just how, when was the last time he was hugged? Yeah hugged like, or treated with kindness right. or somebody even holding his hand or putting their arm around him. Right. Like it was like they you don't see a lot of homeless people mm-hmm. getting affection from anybody. Mm-hmm. Not even other homeless people. Like you just don't see that. It can be a very well, cold not in New existence. York City. Yeah, not in but New York in City. But in LA 
in LA, the homeless people be shacking up together. Yo, no, they be knocking on because they get tents. Yeah, <laughs> we don't give we don't give them tents we here. Don't give them tents. No. If we gave them tents here, it'd be what different. do we have tents for? Where, 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 where do New Yorkers? We don't go camping. Just right on the West Side Highway, there'd be a no. whole army of tents. No, see, but the thing is, if they, but in New York they would do. And I remember this when I was little. There, our tent cities were like sabanas. It was it was mm-hmm. sheets. Mm-hmm. There would be like four different sheets. Yep. And it was basically a fort. Yeah. That you didn't they get a tent. Create. You just took somebody's sheets that they tried to throw away. Oh yeah. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get your own little tent though. Yeah, but see, um, I I feel like. When you think of like homelessness or like all of that, like this guy that you talked about, yeah, again, humanity. And for some reason, there's this level of like humanity that we lose when you see people in those positions. And that's crazy to me. And I, I, even though I'm an emotional person, I've been guilty of it. Yeah. Right. Like I, it's so weird because I, I, I don't even know how to react or for instance, like sometimes on 14th street, um, Union Square in downtown Manhattan, you'll see people who um, are sitting like on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that they're like 20 something. Yeah. And able bodied. Why do I feel less sad for them? Because I don't know their situation yeah. either. I really don't. Yeah. They could have nobody in this world. They could have nobody. They could have a mental illness. They, they could have, have an oh, issue. Now, mind you, again, I think it's because in my mind, I do think about how, like, especially in the city of New York, I can't speak anywhere else. We do have a lot of programs. Yeah. We d- it's really, in, in this city, you just have to go ask for help. And there are programs that help you. Yeah. Um, now, whether you want to follow the rules and all of that, very different story. But I, when you see somebody who you can just tell in their eyes that something is wrong, and whether I'm talking about, like, mental or sadness or yeah. alcoholism, that pulls at my heartstrings yeah a little differently and i'm not i'm not sure i think it's because it's like the full brokenness to see a human be a being be fully broken that's heartbreaking you gotta if you don't you don't got a heart if you if that doesn't and i can't help but think like if i'm lucky enough to have more than you why can't i give you a little something you know what i mean right i can afford well not according to my mom we were gonna be broke funny (laughs) your mom knew she was like look we about to be in that same position so we gotta save our ends we should go say hi just in case we room with this person no and the thing is that she she told me later in life that it was um always the same homeless person she was like i get paid he would wait (laughs) because he would know he knew me yeah he would know me he would know they pay attention they be knowing that's so funny they pay attention to their hot spots where they get money and they will stay there. That's hilarious. But I, I get it with the whole empathy thing because I, I can't help. I just gave somebody the other day, this uh, homeless guy walked into, um, I was I was at one of those fancy uh, cafes mm-hmm. somewhere uptown. And um, I was uh, sitting there working with my buddy, Jason. 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 Shout out to Jason. Also working on an undisclosed project. An undisclosed project that you guys will find out about later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... Uh, this guy just walked up and said, hey, can you just, he's like, I don't really want any money. Can I just, can I just, can one of y'all just get me a cup of coffee or something? Mm-hmm. And I gave him some money and I was like, why don't you get a cup of coffee and something to eat? Mm-hmm. And Jason was like, wow. And I was like, I just, I can't sit there when I know that I'm not worried about paying for my next meal and I'm not worried about where I'm going to sleep at night and I'm not worried about having a roof over my head or people that care about me. Like, I can't not give to somebody that i know has way less than that yeah i just i can't I like in my i just can't like it doesn't matter if you're gonna spend it on drugs it doesn't matter if you're gonna go buy food it doesn't matter but i have more and it just seems unjust that i don't help out well you see that's the thing i i can be a little indifferent about when you said like the drug thing right because myself i have had um close proximity in um friends and family yeah. with drug like heavy drug addictions so you can tell you can really tell and so i definitely if i have like extra food that's one thing i'll usually give food i don't normally yeah. give money but i'll usually give food yeah. or something but it is hard to sell i mean greg geraldo used to have that great joke about how you know people always say like if you give homeless people money they're just gonna buy drugs with it and he's like yeah that's what i was gonna buy <laughs> like i'm no better than this homeless person i mean and what would you buy if you were homeless on the street? Drugs and alcohol and or food. Well, yeah, because you need you you kind of have to escape your, your situation. Reality. 
yeah your reality like i i and i mean even in that like um in the film he wasn't escaping his reality in the in that way right so it's like he was really trying to move up yeah he was really trying he was really attempting to be a better person yeah. or at least attempting to just be a person and be yeah. treated as such yeah and that was a lot of the issue. But what I love that they tackled, too, was a lot of the socioeconomic issues that yeah. were going on at the time that a lot of st that still exist today for people mm -hmm. with mental illness, that programs get cut. Oh, my God. Yeah. Program fundings get cut all the time. And I love the fact that they covered that. Yeah. I mean, and even the way that they depicted the the, the programs, for instance, yes. like, you know, I've you know this i've been going to therapy for years but when i was much younger a lot of my therapy um was through medicaid which mm -hmm. now we have like um what people would know as obamacare yeah but medicaid is uh everybody knows what medicaid is i would assume it is it's it's for a lower class and yeah. my mother had that and i had that as a kid and so we would i would go to therapy but in those type of programs so it's it, i i had the type of therapist who cared and I also had the ones who really weren't who were listening. Just being cycled through the system. Right. And who really didn't care about anything you had to say. It was just a part of the process. And I love that that's why he, in the film, once he got to the I don't give a damn moment, he literally like told her, you're not, you don't listen. You don't care about what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it was like, oh, wow, that's such a real thing. Like if you've never, and I, 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 I have nothing against this, but this is a fact. I, I wish nobody would have to be at the lowest part where you have to go through these systems. But if you are ever in these systems, the worst thing is to then know that even though there are these programs, it doesn't mean anybody in the system working for the system actually cares. It always goes back to like, um, my mom will tell me, she could you could talk about this with a cable guy or with somebody in like a public system, like yeah. work worker from a public system. It all depends on who you get. Right? It really does. Some people are just there because it's a nine to five. It has benefits. Other people genuinely want to help. Yeah. And this film, I'm not going to say everything was set up against him, but I do know there are people who go through this. They showed a scenario in which it right. just seemed like the entire system worked against somebody who needed it the most. Right. And that, that was, I think, brilliantly, yeah. brilliantly done tragically but brilliant yeah yeah because in the end you're just like oh i wish this would have turned out better you want him to you almost don't want the joker character to come to life because you feel so much for him yes but i feel like at the same time you can relate so much yes. to this character and then in again, so many ways well when we go to when you talk about like um the class issues yeah and um, a lot of the the way that they tackled it in the film, and I thought about like present day. I talk, I think about like the things that we're currently going through in our society. I'm like, there's, and in this film, you know how like a lot of people were revolting. A lot of people, there were a lot of problems, and mm -hmm. they were using they that were idea. Rioting, of, right? Yeah. I feel like in that he may not have been a hero, but he was a champion of frustration, yeah. of change, of enough is enough and now mind you i'm not saying in our actual world we need a joker i'm saying that that is real that part was realistic yeah his story just happened to align with the story of what was happening in gotham in that moment also shows you the dangerous the dangerousness of mass thinking yes and of people jumping on one particular bandwagon if you will yes um, and how dangerous that can be when you have one really strong voice guiding a group of vulnerable, angry people. people. Probably uninformed. Yeah. Or even informed, but still. You know what? It just tells you a lot about, like, following a clown, you know? Yeah. Hey! That's it. <laughs> Why are you following a clown, yep. son? All right, well, let's get into our dear Gina. Uh, sorry for the spoiler alerts, guys. Spoiler. but uh, Spoiler. Go see <laughs> spoiler alerts. Go see Joker. <laughs> Go see Joker, now that you have all this information. Okay, let's get into the dear Gina. Dear Gina, I really like this guy that I've been casually hooking up with. I want more, but I'm afraid that if I press him, he'll end the entire thing. I really like him, and I think we're a good fit, but I don't want to push him into something he's not ready for. Any advice? Wow, okay. Uh, sounds like a situationship has been yeah. a brewing. 
Um, these are always difficult for me because I'm a really decisive person. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm always like, wait, do you like me or not like me? And do you like me want to be with me? Or do you like me just want to continue hooking up with me? Because after a while, I feel like the, uh, continue hooking up loses its charm. Yeah. It's luster. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, this was hot and sexy in the beginning. And now I'm beginning to feel emotionally damaged (laughs) Yeah, because you want it to progress. There's always somebody in that situation that's looking at it like, hopefully this opens up to possibilities. Yes. Um, whether they're willing to admit it or not, yeah. there's somebody in that situation who wants more. And um, just naturally as human beings, you can't help but like, no, I'm really feeling you or I'm not. And after I got a month, you know. Yeah. You know what this is. Um. So yeah, I I, I, I I hear you on the decisiveness yeah. part. But in her situation, she's not decisiveness. Cl- I mean decisive, excuse me. Clearly. Well, I think so, what she's afraid of losing isn't a him. real thing. What? Like she's afraid of losing a thing that's not a real thing. You guys are casually hooking up this Oh, she's afraid of losing a situation that isn't actually there. Yeah. Yes. You're afraid of losing this thing as if it's an actual relationship when it's not. Right. It's two consenting adults bumping uglies and being happy about it, but it's not a thing. I don't know why they call it bumping uglies. I don't know, but I've always liked that phrase because it's so awkward. I like the bumping, but yeah, I'm, there's nothing ugly about yeah, my... um, There's nothing ugly about it. You could it. call your situation <laughs> yeah. ugly. Not... I do a lot of maintenance so that it's not <laughs> ugly, so we can bump pretties. <laughs> Let's bump pretties really quickly. So they're bumping beautiful. <laughs> Bump, bumping beautiful and whatever he has. Yes, bumping beautiful and question mark, I guess. I don't know. But I feel like she's afraid of losing this situation that isn't really a situation. Like, it's not yeah. like y'all are in a relationship. Yeah. This will determine where this goes. I, I always say go for it. I always say have the conversation and figure out what you want. Right. Rather than, in, in essence, lead yourself on. Yeah. Because you're leading yourself on. Even if the person has told you outright what they do not want, don't want relationships, don't want this, don't want that, and you're still sticking around, yeah. you're doing it to yourself. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice, and yeah. you're leading yourself on. So if you don't want to be in that situation, well, then you got a conversation to have, or you got a choice to make. Well, yeah, like that's. I think that's what I I would suggest as well, because yeah. like it doesn't sound like she's she's. Ha- well, she said it. I feel like if I say it, then he's gonna end the whole thing. Well, first off, um, if you already feel like he's gonna end the whole thing, that's a bad sign. Yeah. First off, probably yes. <laughs> yes probably yes, because. Um, I don't know what is making you feel like he is doing that, but it's probably intentional, like the vibe that you're getting from him. You know what I mean? Like, I think people are really good at giving vibes yeah. that they, but without saying things. So whatever this vibe is that makes you feel uncomfortable to bring things up, know that that's probably real. Yeah. I would suggest figure before even a conversation, because you might be able to figure this all out in your head for yourself without ever having to involve him and then just get up out of there. Yeah, just leave. Right. But sit with yourself and ask first, what makes me afraid to bring this up to him? Mm -hmm. What about our conversations? What about our interaction? What about this situation? Is it something that you, that was already pre-existing? So maybe you had a former situation where you were denied or you weren't allowed to speak up because it could be that. Yeah. But if that wasn't the case, and this is the first time you're in this situation, there's clearly something in this person that yeah. is doing that. So I say figure that out first. Yeah, no, absolutely. Figure out what is, what what are your true feelings about the situation? Because right. I'm going to be honest with you. If there was somebody I felt like I couldn't even have a grown-up conversation with yeah. as to whether or not we're in a relationship or where this is going, then that would be my first red flag. Of, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable talking to you about this, right. but I feel comfortable sleeping with you. Right. Like, now, that's a huge red flag. Now, here's the thing. Another thing is if you do if you do take the um, the step to have this conversation with, with him, I'm assuming it's a him. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do take the step to have the conversation with him, yeah, prepare for the possible worst. But know that, like, that might be the best thing to happen. Because you get to see the true colors. You get to see how he truly reacts in that moment. And then you have to ask yourself, are you going to fool yourself after that? But take that seriously. Right. Like when somebody tells you who they are. Exactly. (laughs) Don't try to change their narrative. If they're telling you and showing you who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you try to change it in your head and, yeah, you, oh, yeah. and you go, oh, well, no, it's because if I had approached it and it wasn't a long day. Well, for don't blame him, yourself. And blah, blah, blah. Don't blame yeah. yourself. 
first don't off, blame yourself. Don't you can't control anybody's reactions. All you can right. know is, do I want to stick around and see how this plays out, or am I ready to start something with somebody who actually might give me time and show my time respect? I'm big on respecting my time. Right. So like, if if I feel like somebody's wasting my time for one second, right. I don't want to be in that situation anymore. Because mm -hmm. time is the one thing you, you cannot don't get, back. get back. Yep. And I mean, I also think that with this situation. Um, ask yourself why you want to be with him. Yeah. I mean, like, because I, 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 that is it I, infatuation. Do you actually know this person? Right. Or is this somebody that, like, I know for myself, I've had crushes mm. that if something popped off with a crush, because I held them on such a pedestal for so long, mm -hmm. I'll be like, ooh, I, I like you. And I would let them get away with murder, murder man. Yeah. And it was the worst, because emotionally for me, it was the worst, yeah. because I always left those situations like, Damn, I wish I had valued myself more. The thing is also what what is keep like if it's just the sex, that's one thing, but what is yeah. keeping you like make up maybe make a pros and cons list. Yeah. That right? always works for me. Like, like I know it like sounds a corny. Physical yep. pros like, like take always a paper, works. take a pen, sit down and say the pros and cons to yourself. Right? And um, I can already tell you, pro sex. Mm -hmm. It's probably good sex. If not, you wouldn't yeah. be in it. Um and if it's not, why are why? we talking yeah, about it? Yeah, why are we even discussing this? Um Khan, uh, feel like he would be quick to drop you yeah. if you bring something up. If you up. bring up a more serious conversation. And now, mind you, if y'all have been hooking up, how long did she say? Uh, I want to say she said it maybe for a few months. A few months. All right. Let me see. Okay. So, a few. Oh, she didn't give a time. Oh, she didn't give, she a, didn't time. give a time. All right. So, a few months. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So, if it's been two months. No, girl. Yeah, this is like this three days in. Relax. Yeah. Well, she said months. Yeah. But well, no, she didn't give she a didn't time give frame. anything. All right. Yeah. So, so I don't know if it's three days. I don't know if it's I'm three gonna months. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that it's a few months. Yeah. If it's two or three, chill out. If it's six and on, that's not a chill out. Also, are you the kind of person that's just a relationship hopper? Mm. Are you just looking to be in a relationship even though you don't? fully know what you want mm. you may be attracted to this person you may like the sex but what you're really craving is the comfort of a relationship of right. having that kind of stability in your life so if you're that kind of person you may be rushing into something with somebody just because you miss being in a relationship which is not about him it's not about him that's about you that's about you yeah um i think we gave some solid advice here Catherine. i mean i'm sorry girl i, I yeah i, I feel like we gave solid advice based on situations we've been in oh yeah so. i said i've said it before and i'll say it again it it's better to have said it and to not regret that you yes. said it because you're not saying it for him you're saying it for you yep and whatever he does like gina said listen yeah listen, listen pay attention and most of all, especially for, I, I believe, women, be very mindful of staying calm. Like even, I mean, unless he's disrespecting you to a level where you yeah, need to pop off. Yeah, you gotta pop off. But right. like, because we're always accused of being in our feelings. Being crazy. Because we're always accused of, oh, you're acting like such a woman. You're yeah. being oh, yeah. so, <laughs> you're being so girly. Oh, really? Because I have feelings and emotions. I am and a I, woman. And I actually articulate them. Yeah. And the fact that I have a vagina and I am yeah. a woman, yes, yes biologically. Well, you I'm know a woman. I have a total. Yeah, you've you, seen it. You have been there. You have been <laughs> to its wondrous lands. Um, like we're always accused of that, so I think there has to be a level of calm in anything we do, right. so that we are received the right way. I've got the best piece of advice um, in in speaking to a gentleman person, mm -hmm. a gentleman friend. Yes, a gentleman situation, <laughs> um, and that was if you're gonna make points, don't speak from feelings don't say i feel yeah don't say i i think speak from facts yeah what is now mind you don't make up facts yeah but what is we've been seeing each other for six months if that's the that's is fact. that's an x boom fact. i i um i feel like we feel each other for me that's a fact. well no 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 i just said i feel you see yeah, what i, I did there oh, no right. see how that works wow no okay. um i know that i'm feeling you yeah that I'm into you. Yeah, I know that I'm into you. I know right. that I'm interested right. in more. Right. Or just interested in discussing what's coming. Like, yeah. I, I I know that I need. Need is okay. Yeah. Feel is not. And I'd like to know 
how you how, how you see things, not how you feel. Because when you ask for feelings, people will people shy clam away. up. People but clam up when you, you ask think, for feelings. What's your opinion? Just avoid. And it's really hard, I think, to to avoid the word feeling. But because this is a feeling situation, yeah. it's almost impossible to be like, I feel. You Feelings, know I mean? by the way, are okay. They are. Because <laughs> like, like everybody's so afraid of them. Like they're the scariest thing in the world. Right. Feelings are okay. You just need to know how to manage them. Right. You need to know when it's a place for you to feel and a place for you to be logical. Right. You need to have that that a separation of the two because once you involve your feelings a lot of logic goes out the door and vice versa once you involve logic feelings become subdued because now you're like well i'm focusing on the facts and the logic of this situation Mm -hmm. not on the feelings of it because if i delve into my feelings i will no longer be able to listen to the facts yes because feelings can be so intense that they can cloud your judgment and cloud your ability to speak like a grown-up person now, I'm also going to say another thing to this person is the final thing I'm going to say. Yeah. You are not in a relationship. Nope. So you can continue dating. Yeah. And the thing about continuing to date, I'm not telling you to sleep with other men. I'm telling you the See thing. Your ab- options. Yes. Just remember <clears throat> there are other people out there. There's other connections. There's other situations that could pop up. Now, mind you, don't get discouraged because you might not like the first person. It might mm-hmm. not go good. But you owe this person that you've been sleeping with as much as they owe you. Yep. And once you remember that, everything moves forward. Like Which ain't gaka. Which ain't gaka. You don't owe them gaka. Uh, yep. <laughs> on that note, Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. Lovely people? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram. It is at CatherineG.Mendoza. That is at K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-G dot M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. And on <laughs> Twitter. On the Twitter. On Twitter. It is at Kathy Grace 24. That is at K-A-T-H-I-E-G-R-A-C-E 24. Hey, very nicely done. Thank you. Uh, you guys know you can find me on the gram at Gbrione. The website is ginabrione.net. All the other social media is Gina Brione, including my Twitter, which I like. I let it lie dormant. Uh, I have, she goes uh, on Twitter to watch, see my tweets. I, I go just to like Catherine's <laughs> tweets. But you can add me on Twitter if you'd like. However, you will see no activity from me on Twitter. Um, uh, check out my HBO special, Easily Offended. It is out now on all HBO platforms. And keep an eye out for this project that we keep teasing. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you'll get more information soon. Uh, I always like to end the show with a piece of advice that my mom gives me to this day. When life throws a lot at you, handle it one catastrophe at a time until next time deuces do it like that. Yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Yeah. Looks damn good, but really she tight bad. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, I call him a night cat. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm. <laughs>